Hey everyone, welcome to the Balanced Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Marie-Pierre, and for all my English friends out there, you can call me Marie. I am a registered dietitian with a background in psychology. My passion in life is to help individuals heal their relationship with food and their bodies. If you're tired of dieting and tired of restriction, you are at the right place. I'm hoping that this podcast will help and support you as you heal your own relationship with food and your body and give you the tools, the resources, and the knowledge that you need to finally ditch the diets. Every week, you will be hearing from guest experts and myself on all things food, body, and mind. I am so happy that you're here and I cannot wait to support you on your journey. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I hope that you're doing so, so good today. Today we have an amazing guest. I'm so excited to bring back participant stories. So folks who have been doing the program, who are just sharing their own stories. I know these are some of your favorite podcasts when people share you know, their own journey and healing their relationship with food, their body, what they went through. These stories are so powerful and I hope that they inspire you. Today, I have Lydia who will be joining us. Lydia started the Balance program in May 2021 and has been with me in the last year and a couple of months. And it's just been such an amazing thing to see her heal and to see her relationship to food and her body transform. And I love that she shares on the podcast and you'll hear her talk that, you know, the, the, the program is designed over six months and some people stay longer and that is okay. There's no timeline on your healing on how it needs to look like. And I think that's a really beautiful part with healing is that it is yours. It's your journey and you get to take the time that it needs. And for some of us, the longer, you know, we've been in diet culture, like it can take longer than six months. And that is okay. Lydia is going to be sharing with us her story on how her relationship to food and body looked like and how her journey changed when she joined the balance program and then how her healing was and how her body to her food and relationship is today. I am so, so, so excited to be sharing Lydia with you. It's such an amazing podcast episode. And I get that. I hope that you get so much from this. I hope that you feel inspired to know that you too can heal your relationship with food and your body. You too deserve to do this work as well. So without further ado, let's welcome Lydia to the podcast. Hi, Lydia. I'm so pumped that you're on the podcast. Oh my gosh, me too. This feels, I feel like famous, truly. I feel <laughs> very honored. I was like, I've been so excited. I'm like, I'm going to be on a podcast. Like, this is crazy. You're like, I officially made it, mom. <laughs> yeah. And I found you through podcasts. So like, I think it's just a very full circle moment for me. I love that so much. Yeah. And I'm so excited to have you on the podcast and share your stories. Like, I think those are like, out of all the podcasts that I do, those are everybody's favorites are stories of like, I was stuck in diet culture and now I'm here. And like, just having a lot more evidence of what is like possible when we heal a relationship with food, I think is just so juicy and so good. So I'm so pumped that you've accepted to be on to share your story with us. Oh yeah. My pleasure. And that totally makes sense. I feel like that's the podcast I gravitated towards, especially when I found out about your program and like, 
to do that research, you know, of, of like, is this it? I'm a heavy researcher. I could buy like a pair of socks and spend 20 minutes like reading <laughs> reviews. I'm just that kind of person. So I think the real Love life it. person who went through it is totally the most helpful for sure. Oh, I love that. Well, let's start with your own story with your relationship with food and your relationship to your body growing up before you joined the program. Like, how was that like, like, how was your relationship with food and body? Terrible. (laughs) It's really bad. I am. It's probably a mixed bag, actually, not just terrible. I've, I've always lived in a, in a larger body. So, um, and I, I've always, really felt like I faked it till I made it. I really think a lot of people would describe me as confident, but I always did not feel that truly. I felt like it was a facade. Like I wasn't living my full self or I had to put on a show to compensate for how I looked and felt. And, um, food, I've been dieting since I was a very young age. Um, I have wonderful parents, but my mom, I know the information she was given was that I, I was too large and she needed to augment that. And, um, so I know she was just doing what was best, uh, for me, but, you know, since I can remember, I think maybe fourth, fourth grade was my first diet. Um, so, you know, going through the motions from there through adulthood, I just kind of, and then she would have done anything. If I told her this diet's the new diet that will work, she wouldn't even hesitate. She'd buy it, you know, and always trying to support what she thought was going to make me healthiest. Um, and we've had a lot of real conversations since then about, you know, that's not how it works. And you know, it's hard when your parents struggle with body image and trying to overcome that. But you know, through adulthood, I kind of carried the torch with dieting and, and, uh, nothing worked. So, um, well, things would work, but it'd be temporary. And then it it certainly didn't make me any happier. So I was, um, yeah, that's, I think that's really how I kind of stumbled, um, upon this little cute, little amazing corner of the internet really is, I was just started to become really open to, well, I'm, I'm really unhappy. I don't have an, certainly don't have a better relationship with my body at, at any weight I've ever been. And I think, um, that really, really, I I think I was finally ready. I don't know if I would have ever been able to go through this program successfully if I wasn't kind of at that point of just, I was so frustrated and I was just ready, ready for anything. And, um, I'm, I'm really happy that this is what I found for sure. Um, cause I, I just really, I really knew that dieting wasn't the answer anymore, but I didn't know what that looked like moving forward. Yeah. Uh, And I started therapy and that really started to help. And then I think that really kind of changed some perspectives I was having that. And, uh, yeah, I, it, it, I am really regretting that. I don't know even how I found you. You were a guest on a podcast and I cannot for the life of me remember what podcast it was, but I'm glad that we found each other nonetheless. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I loved you. And everything you said was just like, Oh, this like dagger right to, the core of me. I just knew what you were saying. Like I related to every single thing you were saying. And I did a 
your free emotional eating course. And then that was like, she really knows what she's talking about. Like you, you really I, it sold me from there. So, I mean, not sold me. That's a weird used car salesman. That's not really what you're doing. Um, <laughs> you were just like, yes, this is what I need to do. Like it just yeah. connected. To do this for myself. Yeah. I need to I try. I need to try and see what happens. And, you know, of course in my mind then it was like, well, you can always go back to diet. Mm-hmm. You can always go back to what you were doing, but let's try something different. And oh my gosh, it's been amazing. And I know that that's such a short version of everybody's history with diets, but. Well, I was going to say like, first of all, thank you so much for sharing. And like, it's so hard. I find when you like one started from so young, like from like, I mean, childhood, like fourth grade, like we're children to like teenage to adult, like nourishing our body. We only know from the perspective of diets. It's like, we don't even know what a healthy relationship with food looks like because we were never taught. Like what we're taught is to diet. And then also coming from like our parents, we love them and they try to do the best with what they had. But when we learn of like, ah, but that was actually not the best for me. Like there's so much healing to be done there in terms of like, Hmm, like, that was not as supportive. I'm curious to know, like through all of that. So like your mom wanting you to diet and all that, like, how was your relationship with your body? Like, how did you relate to it through all the ups and downs of diets? I think I really, um, I mean, I think it was almost unique in that I did feel sometimes when I was alone that I really loved who I was. And then it was like going out into the world disintegrated that, you know, like it was like, I felt like I felt good until everybody else was involved. And I kind of always felt misunderstood in that. Like I felt, Mm. oh, if only people could see me physically the way I see myself, or if only everybody could see who I am inside, if that was portrayed outside. And which again, was that disconnection kind of piece of that my body didn't represent me or that it needed to be different to represent who I was. And, um, I think I felt very frustrated. Um, I felt very betrayed by my body. Like my body was the reason my genetics my body was the reason why everything was going to be harder. Losing weight was going to be harder. Being healthy was going to be harder than another person, like another person in a smaller body as an easier time maintaining a small body. And I will always have to work harder. And the idea of, you know, whenever anybody would talk about numbers of weight, it just, everything felt so overwhelming. And the fact that I would have to do it forever, like mm-hmm. not enough to just get to the, this body, this perfect solution, but then I have to do it forever. And my, my body did not respond well to dieting either. I, I knew that there was a disconnect between what I wanted and what my body wanted me to do. And I've always felt the disconnection there. And I would have these moments of connection again, you know, like when I'd look in the mirror, catch something and I would love myself. I would love the way like I looked, um, or like love what my body did. I was so strong and like I could move and, you know, I was really into weightlifting for a while. And even that, like, just, wow, like you're so powerful. 
but so I'd have these, these moments, you know, in movement or something like that, where I would really have connection and, and relationships is another big one. I felt like, you know, dating and stuff, I would have these moments of connection with my body that I felt like, wow, you're amazing. But it was always like severed again with diet culture, like, but you're amazing. Yeah. But it's not good enough. So I just always felt like there was, I was striving for the connection. We were both trying to connect with each other, both being my, my body and me, but, um, so I never really had the, like, I can't look at myself in the mirror. I can't touch, like put lotion on. I can't, I never had that strong of a disconnection, which I'm so grateful for because mm-hmm. this journey has really showed me what some people have had to overcome. And that, that's, it's just power. It was very powerful. Um, how some, I, how lucky I have been to start where I did start or to mm-hmm. find this program before I was at another level. But I, so I've always like held on to this little tiny connection that we've had where I've felt, cause this, my body has, um, I I've kind of always lived in the same body. It really has not changed drastically. So, um, despite all my many efforts to do so, so it's kind of always been me, you know? Um, but yeah, I think the, the connection, the, the, the moment I decided to re to start this program, I think was the least connected I've been with my body. And that was made life very difficult. And I felt very sad and like very, um, not at ease, you know, I felt very anxious about it and very uh, micromanagey in ways that I had done, but not done to that extent before. So mm. I think I just finally, my body is like, I'm done with you, you and your bullshit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's really? hard to live. Yeah. It's, it's really hard to live and navigate when we feel disconnected with our body, but I loved how you named that. It wasn't necessarily like terrible, the most awful that every time you saw yourself, you're like, I freaking hate everything about me. I love that you named that. Cause I think it's a lot of people's experience of like, it's not hatred. It's just like, it's not like liking either it's just kind of there and then it's just difficult because of the world that we live in and I think that's awesome that you were able to be in a space where like you're like okay but like this is not good enough like I do deserve to have more because a lot of people can get stuck in this place because it's almost like I don't know if you've heard that expression of like um you know, I don't know anyways it's like not bad enough that you're like I need help like but it's still really bad. Like it's still not great. Like it's still not where we want to be. But I think a lot of people have that like experience of like, I can disconnect from my body and like almost like dissociating of like, if I don't think about it, if I don't look like I I can, I can live and I can function and I can do these things. And it's still not great. Like we get to live in a space where we are a lot more connected and like, ah, it's such a different life. Yes. And it it is kind of like, you know, they, they say too, you know, if, if you're like, I don't know, working retail or working at food service, like there's one person that makes your whole day bad. Like one angry person can negate all the good that's there. And it really is true. I felt that was very true for my body too. Like there would be so many good moments that I would have with it, but then all it took was like one bad day in a dressing room or like one, you know, one store or 
one comment somebody made or one thing and gosh, the spiral, I mean, that's really what Uh. hard part is that then it's, it's, and it's years and years and years and years of that accumulating, you know, and not, not with the tools to do self-care, not with the tools to fight some of those biases. Like I didn't have any of that backing it up. It was like, well, that must be true. So Mm. getting all that and internalizing those little comments, you know, think about if you internalize that at work, like Mm -hmm. somebody's angry, it has nothing to do with you, but internalizing that, I mean, gosh, the damage that gets done and it's the same for your body. Like you can't absorb all of that stuff and having those tools you know, just like dealing with an angry customer, you know, you, it's not your fault. You didn't do what they're complaining about. You'll help them. But, um, same thing, like these people's opinions about body health value, all of these things that wrapped up into this small little part of everybody's life is their problem. It's not your problem. Yeah. Oh, I love, I love that. Like analogy. It's so good. Oh, that was one thing. Yeah. I love that so much. Okay. So you got to a point where you're like, not great. Like I'm starting to be open to like, I know, I know diets. I know what that's like. I know if I continue, like we can predict what that looks like. It feels uncomfortable, but very familiar. And you got to a point where you're like, what if I tried something different? Um, which is really cool. Like, I think when we just like open our mind to like, what if it was something different? And I love that piece of like, even that, like, you know, if we have any fears, which I would say that 90% of people who join the program start like, ah, like there's a lot of fear when we think of healing, but I I love how you even reframe of like, and if I want to go back to diets, I can, like that will always be there. But I'm really curious, like if there was one thing that made you decide that you were like, okay, like I am ready to try this for me, or was it just kind of the place of like, I'm just done with diets that it, it has to be different. I think honestly, Um, I mean, if I'm, if I'm being truly honest, I kind of thought that some of this stuff would, would mimic a lot of diet culture just in a different way so that it was like a comfort zone, which was, I was very much, um, blindsided by the fact that this is everything except in the comfort zone there. It is pushing yourself outside of comfort zone. There is not any diet culture to be seen anywhere to latch onto at all. (laughs) it's going to go out the window, which was, which was the hardest part is like, wait, what do you mean? I have to throw away these diet cookbooks. That was like the first exercise. I was like, oh my gosh, but this girl um, is crazy. What am I doing? And I go crazy, but, um, it's still the best thing I ever did. But, uh, yeah, I think honestly, I did think there was that piece of like, oh, well, my body will find its set point, which will be smaller or, Mm you know, there was still that like diet in the back of my head. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of looking into, um, intuitive eating and there's a book and a guide, you know, so it's like, okay, yeah. Intuitive, like intuitive to be smaller. And just, it just, my mind, I think that was still there. And a lot of, I love fashion. So I kind of approached the community from a fashion lens of, plus size fashion, you know, which kind of gets into that body positivity, which is, can be toxic positivity for sure. Um, and they kind of all, I don't want to lump them together, but a lot of 
people in that community do intuitive eating and it's kind of labeled like diet, like a diet, you know? And uh, I think that's what kind of peaked me into the realm. And uh, again, being science-minded, you have so many qualifications and like listening to you, it just felt so well thought about, like everything just felt so thought about. And I, I did your free course and I was like, uh, everything she's saying is like, this is, this is everything I feel like I really struggle with binge eating. My eating is very disordered, which I never looked at that in the face. Um, that was just like, oh, well, I have on diet and off diet days, you know, but it, it was binging and restricting. And, uh, yeah, I think hearing you. And then when we had, we had a call before I joined the program to see if it was the right fit. I just felt it, you know, I hate to say that, but it, it was, it was an actual intuitive experience. Intuitive eating, but, um, it, it was. And I, I thought, you know, I'm in therapy. My life feels a little out of control. I really don't feel like I have anything to lose in this. Like I really don't. I feel like my body image can't get worse. My failed diet spree is already lines and lines deep. Like what's another thing? Um, so yeah, I think that really is what I kind of landed on. I was just really in a, in a bad place and I knew that something needed to be different. And I, through therapy, I kind of really realized that a lot of um, stuff leaking into my everyday life was stuff that started from inside. Shocking, I know, but at the time it seemed very shocking <laughs> that it was not everybody else. It was me, <laughs> but um, you know, I think boundaries, and I started to realize that a lot of things that I was having issues with, with boundaries and things that were upsetting me, surrounded body and food and dieting and you know, even things with my family surrounded my body and comments. And it's like, okay, I'm starting to set these boundaries around this, but then, yeah. So I think it really kind of narrowed in on the biggest issue that I needed to work on for sure. Yeah, no, I love, I love that so much. And then, so you decide to join, you're like, hell yes, I'm feeling it. I'm going to try it how has the journey been like for you? So when we think, I think we hear a lot on like social media, like the healing journey and doing all of this, but like, if we were to get like a little bit more granular, like, how was that for you? Like, how did you feel throughout the process? And then we'll land at like how your relationship to food and body is now today. Yes. Um, it is hard. It is really hard. And I think I don't want to be sexist either, but I do think that women do extraordinary things and then say it was like luck or just like, it just happened. And we you forget about all the hard work and it, it took a long time and I did not take, I took much longer than six months, um, as a program was set out, but I did not feel guilty about that at all. Cause I needed the time. And if I was going to do it and do the work, I needed the time to do it. Um, and every busy lives and, you know, things happen. And my life changed so much from the start of the program to now that all those beautiful, amazing life changes that happened were because 
and partly for the program and um, needed, I needed to step away to like complete them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was very hard. I think, again, I already mentioned the, like throwing away the diet books, the volume of diet material, diet food and cookbooks that I had in my home, we had to take it for big item pickup. I'm not even kidding. Like boxes of shit. And I think that was really, it was really hard when I started taking the like dirtied ragged cookbooks I had used over and over and over and over again from specific diets that I had gone back to. Those were hard. Those are the hard ones. Cause I'm like, well, what am I'm going to have, they don't even make this cookbook anymore and I'm going to throw it away, you know? And then it turned into like, very emotional of like, I can't believe the volume and the amount of money that I've probably spent on all this stuff, like that has done nothing for me, but it was very empowering. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of the stuff I felt like in the first part of the program is very, is the hardest. Honestly, I think a lot of people struggle with body image piece. I could be wrong about that, but you're right. It is hard, but it's a, a different way. I feel like it's harder to catch yourself at first. You're like, oh, dang it. I just spent 20 minutes talking bad about my stomach and I didn't catch myself once and eventually it gets better, you know, with practice and being aware. But uh, in the beginning, those first steps towards really making that decision that diets are over, oh, it's yeah. hard. It is so hard. Yeah. Hey, 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 I'm just stopping this podcast right now to let you know that currently right now, the emotional eating workshop is live. So just like Lydia was talking about, I host an emotional eating workshop where you can get to learn more about me and the way that I speak, the way that I train, but then also learn more about emotional eating. Like if you are an emotional eater, if your relationship with food has been difficult, this is the space for you and it is a free workshop. So go check it out, www.thebalancepractice.com floor slash workshop. And you can get in today right now. It's happening as we speak. So go check it out. And it's hard in a way that like, I mean, you, we can do it and we can overcome it, but it's yeah. such a like challenge to change that place. And the way that the program is set up is that we start with a lot of the mindset. Like we start to like set us up for like long-term success, which means that we need to address like our beliefs and our thoughts. And it's hard when you've had those beliefs and thoughts for years and years and years and years and years and engage in the same like cycles. And now we're like, we need to unlearn. Like there's so much of that, that we do get to unlearn, which is like always exciting. Okay. I don't super love Dr. Phil, but there's something that he said that like always is in my brain is like, when it comes to your healings, like I have a good news and a bad news. The bad news is that it's all on you, but the good news is that it's all on you. And like that we get to do this work. Like it sucks when we're like, oh my God, there's so much I have to do, but then so freaking cool that like I get to do this work. Like and it actually does change. Um, yeah. But yeah, that first part, that bulk of like setting ourselves up for like, you know, like we want to have a good relationship with the body for life. Like we don't want this to be another band-aid solution which means that we do get to go deeper. Yes. And it's, I feel like you're, at least I felt like I was walking around with like 400 pounds on my back and you can't just 
take all the weight off all at once. Like it just was one brick at a time, you know, one weight at a time. And each time you do something hard, oh, it was so powerful. And it just, it felt so good. Cause like, yeah, it was hard to throw away and get, gather all that stuff. Yeah. But it was also hard to look at it and be like, I can't believe I did this. And then when the dump truck came and took it, the symbolism behind that too, like was so awesome. It's like, now I never have to freaking buy one of those again. Like it really is like, it just, it's like you do the step that's hard, but then when you do it, it's like, oh, it's that weight that lifts and lifts and lifts. And, you know, doing that, those hard steps, are are essential and the first steps are always the hardest they're always the hardest because it's it's so different like yeah throw out all the diet books and then you know I'm supposed to keep fun foods in the house it's like oh my gosh it's anarchy here you know and (laughs) you know over time it's just like (laughs) wow I can go to the grocery but I still remember the first time I walked in the grocery store after starting the program and it was like the best feel I could cry it the feeling of like I could just buy what I wanted to eat oh it makes me emotional Th- that it's in itself seems so small and silly but it's like those moments are what make it worth it because yeah. like, that was what two weeks maybe into the program at the at the most so like I was you know a baby heal your body you know (laughs) (laughs) you were like at level one at that time now we're like level 300 (laughs) yeah I was like level FAQs like that's what we're (laughs) you know like oh gosh um troubleshoot you know (laughs) Uh, I'm having any bad days um but no I mean I think that in itself that feeling that I have that day made me know I never wanted to diet again. I mean, it made me know that I never wanted to go back to, there's no way I could go back. You know, there's yeah. no go back to that. Again. Like, yeah, now it's like my everyday life is like, Oh, what do we want to eat this week? Okay. Let me, uh, let me just, what sounds good. And I'm on Pinterest and I'm on, I don't have to cook from these stupid cookbooks. I don't have to freaking, Oh my gosh, the number of the amount of time I spent planning meals like for the week and grocery shopping was like all in it. I used to spend a whole day doing it. Yeah. Like, oh, you got to find, you know, no matter what diet it is, you've got to find the, the, this and the, that, and the, you know, any sort of number <laughs> to calculate everything you yeah. have to everything in. And it's like, you need to be a math genius. You need to, you know, not balance yeah. Thing, force yourself to eat stuff you hate. I, I was eating so many foods that I hate too. So <laughs> I also- remember that you were saying that in one of the group calls that we had, that you were like rediscovering what you like. And you're like, there's some food I've been eating for years that I don't like. <laughs> and you're like, and I don't have to anymore. Like, it's such a big, like, like it sounds simple, but it's not. And I know that everybody listening who have been dieters and like like you get it, like you get that piece of like the amount of shit we put ourselves through when we are dieters. And then when you realize like, actually, no, you get to opt out. Like it's mind blowing, mind blowing. Yeah. 
yeah. And it's of course in the mindset of like, you know, I, I, one of my values is health. And so I'm thinking, oh, well, this is healthy labeling this food as it having moral value. And it's contributing to like, if I eat this every morning for breakfast, I will never have a health issue. It's just like, it's cuckoo bananas, truly. And yeah, the breakfast I ate every single morning, I hate, I literally hate that food, hate it. (laughs) I, it took me weeks to stop even starting the program. Still like in autopilot, like this is what we make for breakfast. This is what we eat. And now it's like, if I see that it's on an ingredient list anywhere, it's Greek yogurt, by the way. If, if, <laughs> if you're wondering with her hate food, <laughs> Greek yogurt, I think it's disgusting and I will not judge you if you eat it, but I'm like a little bit judging because it's horrible. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's horrible. And I was eating that every morning, every morning was Greek yogurt time. And I could just like probably have a scowl on my face. I'm like, it's disgusting. This scowl. And now I'm like, I'll never eat it again. <laughs> as long as I live, I am never eating Greek yogurt again. So, I mean, it is just funny how it is so small and it does start so small. And then it's like, it just, it snowballs and it's hard, but then it's also so joyful. And there's so many wins to be had. And there are roadblock blocks that you will trip over multiple times, you know, through, through the journey, it'll be the same roadblock block you keep coming back to and coming back to. And those are those like super thoughts, you know, those super penetrating thoughts. They're in your core memories and in your childhood. And, you know, everybody's is different, which is really beautiful too. It's cool to see everybody has a different thing that they get stuck on. And we're all there to support each other. And that's really cool too, is seeing people who never got stuck on that roadblock really be like, oh, well, I think of it like this. And then it's like that one thought that someone shares just changes you. And yeah, I mean, now I'm here all the way here. Yeah. So let's talk about what it's like (laughs) to be here. Like, what does that mean? So you've joined the program. We've been in this like a year and a few months. Yes. Now we're graduating. Tell us like, what is your relationship to food and body now? Like how has it changed over the last year? Oh my gosh. Completely, completely. Um, I think, and I know I've, I've said this to you before MP, but I'll share it again, but I feel like I used to be um, where somebody said, you know, how would your life be different if you were in a smaller body? I had so many answers to that question. Like my whole life would be different. I would have never done this. I would do this. I would eat this. I would go here. I would be with this person. I would, you know, and now I can confidently say that my life would not be different at all. I mean, the, there are a few things that would be a little bit different because I wouldn't have to, I feel like, you know, there's, there is privilege in being in a smaller body and, and, where we live, you know, and, and the society we live in right now, which body trending really changes throughout time. So I'm sure that will change at some point, but, um, like it has for, since we've been on the planet, but, um, 
you know, there is privilege there. So, you know, there are certain things you don't have to advocate for yourself, you know, flight seats and seatbelt extenders and, um, you know, armed chairs and, you know, weight limits on things. And there are certain things that living in a larger body doesn't bring as much privilege with, or you need to be more, uh, more of an advocate. But other than those things, which are completely out of my control, nothing, I wouldn't change anything that I'm doing. It's like thinness is no longer on a pedestal. It's no longer the condition of living a good life. It's no longer like once I lose this weight, once I'm thin, then I'll be confident, happy and healthy. And I'll be able to do all these things. Whereas right now you're like, I have all of these things. Like my body right now is not limiting me from doing that. Like thinness is not a requirement to live a good life, which is yes, a fucking mind shift. Like it's amazing. And it happened. I mean, it didn't just happen one day, you know, of course woke up and it was this way because you feel that's how it happens or how people who live like that, that they just were born that way. And it's, it takes work and it still takes work. I just have all the tools now to be able to address those things. I still have things trigger me and I know that they will because they always have. And those situations are, have what severed my body, my body, um, and me's relationship over time. And I, those situations will always trigger me. There's not going to be like a magical switch where those things aren't harmful or hurtful or now it's just, I have a barrier and I have the tools to address that head on, face it with facts and move on and still care for myself and, and have the, the true truths existing at once mentality too. Like, Right now, I feel very uncomfortable. I want to eat at this restaurant. I don't fit in the chair or whatever it is that is uncomfortable because there are uncomfortable situations always. I mean, you can fart in public and it's uncomfortable. <laughs> and it's nothing to do with your body. You know what I mean? Well, I guess it does, yeah. but you know what I mean? The size of yeah. your body. But like, there are uncomfortable situations that happen in life and we get tools when we're young to learn how to deal with those. And this is no different. You just, we're not usually given the tools though for this, I feel like until. Yeah. It's almost like in the past, if you had any type of body discomfort, it goes right into diet brain. Like, what can I do to fix it? What diet is best? Like diet, oh, you feel uncomfortable? Like, let me present you with the best strategy for you. And then you'll feel like the best ever. And like all of these hopes and dreams will be true. Whereas now we're able to hold space of like the goal of healing a relationship with food and body. is not that you'll never feel discomfort ever, ever again. And like nothing will happen. It's all rainbows. It's that I can hold discomfort and my worth doesn't change and my value doesn't change. And I get to support myself through it. And like, that's a huge shift as well. Yes. And it affected once you start having the switch, it, it, for me, it just, it literally turned my life upside down. I was in a job that I absolutely hated. And in my mind, I wasn't worthy of changing that, that, that this is what I need to do. You know, the gaslighting was there, all of the things that everybody who's worked a crappy job knows all too well, preaching to the choir. I think all of us have had crappy jobs, but the self-esteem piece was worse than I even thought. Like it was bleeding into, I need to have this job because this will make, make me seem more worthy since I don't have X, Y, and Z that I'm that I think is worthy, oh. you know, not in a small body. So therefore I need to work super hard and show everybody how amazing myself in other ways. Right. And it was all these compensations. So since I started the program, I quit my job, 
I started my own company. I'm self-employed now, my own boss. I do, I travel when I want. And now I get on airplanes and fly anywhere I want to, whenever. Um, I bought a house. I dreamed of buying a house, but in my mind, I was not worthy of those things until I lost weight. And, you know, it's amazing how stupid, like what does buying a house have to do with what kind of body you're in? But it like leaks and there's like, you justify these stupid things. You make what you think true, you know, and nobody needs to hear the ins and outs of my brain, but like, you know, through this little segue of a path, you know, body image and uh, buying a house were completely related. And once I started unlocking all of that stuff, like it was amazing. So I finally, I bought a home. I, yeah, quit my job. I travel now and I've reconnected with so many people that I wasn't connected to. Cause again, you feel embarrassed or, oh, is this person going to think I am lazier? Look how much weight I've gained since the last time I saw them. Or, you know, you go through these things that are so stupid. Like they don't give a shit, but you think they do. So it's just like, it's so cool. Now I've gotten you know, and yes, when I went and visited these people, no one gave a shit about any of that. And I had been holding myself back, you know, and it's just, it's, it's totally in my relationship with my husband's way better. He was always a snack. So I never needed to worry about like, oh, I'd be with this person. You know, I was just lucky to have a supportive partner who's, you know, anything I would have wanted in anybody. Um, but I'm sure with a lot of people, there's probably difficulty in that too. You know, you settle on friendships, you settle in romantic relationships, you settle in dating, you settle in so many things in life. And I was very lucky to not have done that. Um, but yeah, I mean, my relationship with my husband's so much better. I think with any romantic partner, it gets better when you like yourself more and you're more willing to to go out and do things. And I mean, everything really has, has changed and I love it. I love it. I put myself first a lot and yeah, it's, I, I don't have words to even describe the 180 and the gratitude I feel for this being available and that I, that past Lydia did the work, you know, like I get to enjoy it now because she did it, you know? And yes. Oh, I love that so much. She did the work. She put in the effort when she was not good. You know, that was a hard place that I was in and to look up and try to find that like light to go towards like, uh, everybody knows what that feels like. And it's so freaking hard. And yeah, I'm so proud of her and me. I love that. But yes, I, I truly feel that way. It's like I, my whole life really did, did completely change. And yeah, it starts with food and your body, but it, it's so much more. I mean, it's so much more. And I think having, um, therapy, you know, as, as a whole person helped as well, like, you know, with relationships and I brought, there were so many overlaps too, like, yes talking about the same things and both things, you know, magical thinking, catastrophizing, mind traps, you know, all these things that you tell yourself to convince yourself that things are true or will be and yeah. the exact 
forgive yourself over so many things and just all of it relating and, and being cohesive. And I think having the support to like, yeah, there's nothing else that's going to support you like this program and, you know, therapy or personal sessions with you. If I had had known you before, I would have done personal sessions probably too. Um, Yeah. Oh man. Everything you're saying is just like, my heart feels so warm. Like I'm so pumped for you. And I love the fact that you can like give yourself so much, like, like what it would it be like acknowledgement like you're that you're so proud of all the work that you've done because it's so true it's kind of like looking back at like you've planted so many seeds and now you get to like have all the fruits and you're like this is great and living a life of abundance and all the things but like it comes from you and the fact that you gave yourself this opportunity and you gave this self this opening of like and what if it could be different and like what if I didn't have to die for the rest of my life and what if my body was okay as it is like there's so many things that you did for yourself that just kind of like allowed you to live like this. And it's just so freaking amazing. Like I'm so pumped and ah, this is so amazing. And everything you say is, I mean, you have so many ways of putting things. I mean, I think that's what I, I love about the program too, is that there's just, there's so many different ways to connect and get support, but also like ways information that is presented. Cause again, I'm very science-minded. So like, you know, having research, you can go through research papers or presentations that go through statistics and numbers and science and research. And, or you can, you know, go through like um, intuitive body movement with breath exercises. Like there's just so many different ways materials presented to help you bridge that because everybody's different. And then the calls too, I, the concepts are all the same, but like you say things in different ways and sometimes it strikes you differently. And, you know, I think that's, that's the key of it all is just that the information is presented in so many different ways that make it so easy to find that like one little thing to hold on to you know oh yeah Yeah. I love that so much and I love that you named that too like it just oh it just feels so good and so aligned and I'm so pumped that you were a part of the program it's just ah I'm so excited for you like it's so amazing to see the changes and just how when our relationship with food and body changes like everything changes like I I can't like stress that enough like I think sometimes we all we think like food, body, whatever. It's just like a a portion, but like, no, like when that heals, like everything else becomes better. I'm like doing this with my hands. I'm always seeing this as an iceberg. So I'm like mimicking the iceberg. (laughs) It's like the tip is food and body, but like everything underneath the iceberg, like our self-worth, the way that we show up our relationship, like there's just so much that changes when you get to do this work. And I think a lot of it has to come with like advocacy and like feeling good. Like I think happy humans are just like better humans, you know, like when we are happy with ourselves and we get to do this work and we're like, oh shit, like I don't need to subscribe to diet culture anymore. Like it's such a shift. Um, And I'd love to know as we finish this podcast, if someone is stuck in diet culture as we all once were, and maybe doesn't, uh, can't see this opening, can't see the shift of like something could be better. Or maybe there's just like a lot of fear of like, trying something different like what would you say to that person uh I know you even like 
gave me some prompts to think about this one <laughs> because I yeah. think the, the the number one thing that I would even ask is like, has anything you've ever done worked? And then has anything that you've done made you happy? I mean, I think for most people, the answer to both of those is no. So yeah, I mean, I think for me, that's, that was the reality is like, I'm not happy now after all this work and money and time I've put into all of these different things, all these different companies, all these different wives tales, whatever have you. And nothing has worked. None of us may be, none of it has worked. Um, and I think when you're in the diet culture mindset, it's really hard to even peep into the idea of like just stopping. So I think the program's really laid out perfectly to really, it gives you like tasks and prompts that really help you look at things in, in a factual way, but also like look at some really emotionally hard things in the face. Like how many diets have you been on? How much money have you spent? What age did you start? And here you are in this program. Like here you are, still didn't help, you know? And if not made, made, everything worse. Now you're worse from when you started. Like I guarantee my body image when I was in fourth grade was probably a lot better than it was when I started the program. So, Mm. I mean, I think those are like the, really the two big questions. Like, are you happy? Did anything work? Cause for me, the, both those answers were no. And I'm sure with a lot of people who are, you're listening to this podcast, getting information or, um, you know, trying to kind of dive into this side of things like those answers are probably no or close to it yeah you know settling for mediocre is not what life's for Mm. Mm. yes yeah Yeah. we do deserve to have better even if we're taught that it's conditional to the body size it's not it's just not Uh, (laughs) yeah thank you so much for being on the podcast and sharing your story with everybody listening, I know how impactful it is for people to hear stories like this. Um, so I'm really grateful for you. I'm grateful. I got the honor and opportunity to work with you and grateful for you sharing your story with everyone. It's just been, it's just been a blessing. It's just been amazing to just see your own transformation and journey. Well, I would say that the honor is truly mine. And again, I feel like I feel so starstruck being on this podcast right now. You are like a famous person to me, truly. I think you're, you really, you really practice what you preach and um, are so approachable and just like you can feel how passionate you are and um, you are also like so knowledgeable. So it's, it has been amazing. And I'm like so sad to say bye to the program, but like so excited to continue to follow along and see other people come on the podcast with their journey and um, see people graduate. And the more, I hope everybody in the whole wide world takes the course. <laughs> I know it's always, it's always so bittersweet for me when people leave the program. Cause I'm like, I love you so much and I want you to stay in my world forever, but I'm so excited that you don't need me anymore. And like, that is the goal. No, <laughs> so I miss you already. You know, <laughs> it's crazy to not like to even admit that. Cause in my head, I'm like, well, what if, like, as if there isn't any material out there to reference or anything, but 
yeah, it is like scary again to walk away, but it's, it is, I'm ready. ready. And I'm always here. So yeah, (laughs) you got this. You got this. All right. Well, let's finish this podcast with the fun questions. The first one being, what is your favorite food? Is it Greek yogurt? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Really close. (laughs) (laughs) Love Greek yogurt. No, (laughs) I would say, um, sushi. Hmm. And uh, I have to pick two. I would say sushi, <laughs> peanut butter. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Very different, not together. Okay. Um, I, that was my second question. Like, is it a combination or is it like separate? <laughs> yeah, I think those are two things that, like, if I could eat like spoonfuls of peanut butter or peanut butter on things that aren't sushi and then also have sushi available or you know, pokey or anything sushi related. Like I would be set. Yeah. You're like, that is life. All right. Yeah. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. I think it would be to, um, oh gosh, I think people who meditate have a superpower I know that probably sounds really stupid, but I think that is, <laughs> that is super how I wish to have where you can block out like noise, stimulus, like brain stuff. Cause meditating is something I've been working on and they say it, it will come with time. And yet I have yet to see the ability to deal with that. So I think having this, whatever superpower people have that fold fitted sheets and can meditate is the superpower I would like to have. I love it. I love. Um, yeah, like this. Um, what is your favorite way to self care? Um, I would say movement. Now that wasn't always with that during the program, getting back to movement. But now that I've been through it, I love it. I just love it that I can move and do what I want without worrying, like wearing some sort of fitness device or like measuring my sweat droplets or whatever weird other things you do to try to focus on weight loss, you know, with working out. But yeah, I yeah. Love, love to dance. Um, yeah, I think that was probably, that's probably my number one, this I movement. Love that. I love that. And then last question for you is this is the balance Dietitian podcast and you've done the balance program. What does balance mean to you? Um, I think balance for me is that things aren't always going to be unicorns and rainbows. So knowing life really consists of highs and lows. Yeah. Uh, that's true for pretty much every facet relationships and with your body there, there will be hard times and there will be great times. And that, you know, that is the human experience and it's beautiful the way that it is. So balance between good and bad and high and low and, um, finding those little pockets of peace and finding ways uh, to self-care and just how to get through them is, Mm. is to me. I love that. Like having space for like the duality of life of like good, like if we want good, there will be some, some bad and like allowing all to fit and that it's all okay. And part of our human. Ah, so they happen time babies are born and people die, you know, and there are so many good things and bad things that happen simultaneously. And 
that goes true for, for everything really. Yeah. I agree. Well, thank you again for being on the podcast. It's been a true honor to have you. And I hope that everybody got so much value from everything that you've shared today. There was so many gems throughout the podcast and thank you again for being here. Well, thank you, MP. I appreciate you. Wasn't this podcast episode so, so amazing? Uh, I just love Lydia. It's been such an honor to be able to support her. Any human who come inside the, the balance program know how much I care deeply for them. And I'm here to support them through their journey. And if you're wanting to start your own healing journey, if you're hearing this and you're like, I'm ready to like allow myself to believe that there's another way. I'm ready to allow myself to be like, yes, okay, I can do this. I'm able to do this. I'm going to invite you to join the balance program. We are just opening doors today to a new cohort, which is so exciting. And I cannot wait to support you. So if you want more information, you can go to www.thebalancepractice.com forward slash program. So you can learn a little bit more about the steps inside the balance program. What you need to know is that this is the space for you. If you're ready to heal your relationship and food and your body for good, if you're ready to get evidence-based information, like the knowledge that you actually need step-by-step strategy tools, everything that you need to truly heal your relationship with food and your body is inside this program. And all of the support. This is my high level coaching. This is how I help people through it. All of the humans that come through this just become so near and dear to my heart. We get to really do beautiful work together. And I really hope that you are wanting to join and that you're wanting to be part of this journey with me. So you can go to www.thebalanceprogram.com forward slash program, or you can go in the show notes and just click on the link to get more information. On that note, my friend, I hope that you have the most beautiful day and I will catch you next week in the next episode.